What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wrestling Soup is intended for a mature audience. We like to use naughty words. I know uh, Sasha Banks filed the trademarks. I'm sure we're going to talk about that. Mm. She's leaving. I say good riddance. I don't know, but there's two spots left open on War Games, Kev. That's Moolah and Mae Young. <laughs> wrestling soup i'm anthony missionary thomas he is the kevin castle what's up hey everybody how you doing man i'm doing okay on this uh little chilly uh wednesday afternoon here in the nyc this is my first day doing a show with you at the age of uh 45 yes uh happy uh belated uh birthday I, i caught you online the other day i just showed you how fucking tied up i was this weekend we did the show on friday i told you saturday and sunday were just a trek and then monday i was kind of recovering from it and then i realized everything tuesday that i should have done on sunday or monday <laughs> uh so yeah happy belated birthday oh man. thank you, you man. you're catching up you're catching up well there's a lot to do man it's been fucking busy not only that it's been like snowing and sleeting here for like the last two and a half days so it's been pretty garbage uh and it was kind of funny i almost got into a fight a and well, I don't, I don't know if it would have dragged down to that level, but it was kind of Joey's fault. Oh, so, really? <laughs> and, and I told him this when I it fucking happened. So, all right, I'm yeah. driving, right? I'm, I'm driving back home, and I'm listening to uh, Mish's top thirty favorite industrial acts, right? Right. And I, I got music playing, got Nine Snails playing, and I'm sitting there strumming on the wheel, right? Like, I don't know if you drive or not, but it's a common thing that people tap right. along on their fucking wheel when they get into the music. The head's moving a little bit. And I'm at a red light at, like, this uh, side street. And pretty Asian girl, you know, walks right. across the street while I'm strumming on my wheel, waiting to make a left turn. And okay. she looks at me, and she flips me off. Really? And I'm like, uh, I'm sitting there looking at her, and I, I don't know if it was her boyfriend behind or something else like that, but she flips me off. Wow. And I'm just in the left-hand lane, literally doing nothing, Kev, but listening to my music. <laughs> at that very moment that she flipped me off, Joe texts me, right? And so yeah. my, my, my phone is, like, attached to the actual windshield, right? I got, like, one of those suction cup things that hold your your phone up to the window. So, cause I usually put on Google maps and shit. Even if I know where I'm going, I right. always want to know that I'm going the fastest way. I don't want to get, you know, held up by 
fucking construction or road work or traffic or whatever the other bullshit is, right? So I just naturally put my finger over on the phone and move my head over to the right and look at the phone. And as soon as I do that to look at what Joe is sending me, she screams at the top of her fucking lungs, Kev, covers her face and covers her ass and runs across the street. Oh, my God. Uh, well, it's it's actually uh, <laughs> um, I just wanted to know. Well, this is the reason why. Yeah. Is because I have an OF. And <laughs> if you want to have pictures, you're going to have to pay for them. Dude, I was so fucking. I was oh, thrown God. off, man. Like, I was genuinely thrown the fuck <laughs> off. Because, I mean. There are some weird people in Chicago, right? There's weird people everywhere, but there's weird fucking people in Chicago. But I think that she thought I was trying to videotape or film her on my phone or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's you know what I mean? Was. So yeah, she's, yeah. like, acting like I'm trying to do some sort of sexual assault. Meanwhile, I'm just checking Joey's text message to me. Oh, oh my God, dude. It was fucking wild. And the fact that I, she flipped me off to begin with just because I was strumming on my fucking wheel. No, it just shows you how easily, like how wired some people are, like these days. How trigger. I mean, I hate to use that word, but I mean, anything can react. Almost looking for someone to, uh, to get mad at, you know, for no reason. That's I, stupid. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can imagine. I've, I've known people like that too. <laughs> There's been incidents like that at the club where people just smile at someone else, like, "Why are you looking at me?" It's like, "I'm just being friendly. Don't be friendly with me." Really? I was like, wow. Yeah. What the I've fuck is that, wrong man. with people? Like, because people are fucking mad. There's a lot of mad people. Like, you know, just to look around. You know, it's just like a mad uh, overtone. Yeah, but there's a difference between just looking at someone, right, guys? Yeah. And then, you know, going, oh, hey, agree, baby, you, yeah. hey, you you looking mighty fat. Like some fucking <laughs> 80s shit that would well, come out I of some, like, knuckle dragger. The way that you were drumming, the way that you were drumming on the, <laughs> on the steering wheel, um, I actually know Morse code, and it was, uh, you were actually writing Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe ah, Rogan. Ah, yes. Over yes. and over again. And it was just like, Joe Rogan, I love Joe Rogan. And I know what that means. J O E R O G A N. Yeah, this is Justice Smollett Town. None of that Joe Rogan Town. It's Justice Smollett Town. You can't, listen, you can't hate me for being educated. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, maybe they were upset at that red wave that came through Chicago. Oh, that yeah, that giant red wave that uh, yeah, Chicago stays blue. I thought that was wild because that hit up New York, and I was looking at people after the elections on the East Coast, what they were saying and stuff like that, and they were really mad in New York that it that it's still conservative, that it's Republican up there, and they're talking about their you know like conservatives bring everything down. I'm like, dude, Chicago and Illinois have been blue forever. And our crime rate is some of the worst in the fucking country. What are you guys talking about? Like, it doesn't matter which side you're on. The country is, uh, the country's dealing with issues. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so tired of both sides. I've just, you know, just, you know, both having bragging rights to doing nothing, yeah. but creating more divisiveness and Trump running again. Is just so stupid? Talk about read the room. He's like, Trump is like, uh, he doesn't get that. He went out of style. You know what I mean? It's right. like someone wearing a fucking like seven Mary three shirt or something now, like from the grunge era, <laughs> like, you know, they're back. They got a new album. It's like, yeah, nobody dude, nobody cared about the second album in 95. 
So it's like, yeah, I, th- I think no, sir, Trump was a pop culture president. That's what I'm going to refer to him. For dead meme. Yeah, he's yeah. a, he's yeah, a pop culture, yeah, pop culture. Pro- he did have a time once upon a time a few years ago, almost like something that went out of style. Where you're like, yeah, remember that? Like where he was kind of like, you know, fucking you know, rallying people, getting people fucking, you know, dissing people. And it was kind of funny. Some of the stuff he did was kind of funny. But now he's just worn out his welcome. We talk about reading the room. His announcement was all for not. He, it's what a, what a complete waste of time. And I don't think he's going to win the Republican nomination. Oh, I think no, the, no, the, no. the Santos will. Yeah, yeah, Florida's governor. But yeah, what a fucking joke. And I'm just so tired of both both sides and stuff. Like election month. I thought it was election day. It's oh, election no, it's, month. Yeah, it's, it's going to keep going until at least April. What about you, oh, you no. Joe? How, how's it on the uh, on the Boston front? Oh no, it's it stays the same. I mean, it stays the same for the most part around here. And I think that's mostly because, like, it works well enough. Yeah. So no one really gets up in arms. Like, when people are like, a crime wave has struck the nation. We're like, eh, I don't know, it's kind of, kind of the same around here. They're oh. like, everything is overpriced. We're like, yeah. It's kind of oh, that, that's, that, that's true. I went to the grocery store <laughs> no. yesterday. I'm, I'm out of money. Jesus. Well, it's also, but like, Kevin, haven't you just gotten used to at this point where you're just like, yep, always, always not enough money. Like, it's just expected. Yeah, it's just, just, yeah, but you know what it is? It's it's every week. It's like more and more. It's like it just gets to the point of like, uh, you know, you have no, you can't do um, like the budget, how much you're going to spend like going in in advance. You always wind up going over. Yeah. It's it's like playing the game. You're always going over. Well, it's funny too because they're pushing like on different like, uh, um, democratic sites or political blue right oh yeah. well gas is now lower because of biden and it's like wait a minute but the gas spiked during biden to fucking levels we've never seen before so it's like they're trying to push this thing see biden's lowering prices guys we never get ahead it's even i'm like, still even paying 450 right, right. a fucking gallon like what well, are you talking you're, you're, about you're spending less to go to the store and then you're walking out of the store and you, what you would have spent on gas you spent on oreos so whatever you're buying you know because yeah, everything yeah, yeah. everything is so expensive it's unbelievable yeah, yeah. It's, that it's, it's literally set up as a fucking con to just move the money around and yeah. fool you to believe that's exactly yeah exactly Joe it's, it's like you're, you're right you're almost like oh big sales on the store this week and then you find out like you know you can't drive two blocks without spending fifteen dollars in gas so I mean it's a, yeah it's a, you're right it's a vicious cycle if they don't get you one way they get you another way right yeah and that's and that's how it's become and also I've always found the blaming the gas. Or like congratulating the gas price on the president thing so funny. <laughs> just for the main reason of this. Because it seems like people just are so fucking horny for gas prices and nothing else. That if the president really just wanted people to think that he was awesome and he could control it. Why wouldn't he just be like, hey guys, Jeez. gas is $2 a gallon forever. And people would be like, yeah, it costs $700 for a sandwich, but at least I can fill my tank. Because See, the problem is oblivious. So many people are the, the only problem with Biden on the gas front is you're, you guys are totally right on that. Right. I even see Nero on the chat saying, you know, doesn't gas companies control the direct price of gas? Yes. But wasn't it at some point where Biden was saying, I'm going to give everybody a check so that the gas prices don't affect you too bad. I'm going to give everybody a check instead of call up my friends and say, stop raping people. (laughs) Because that would be too much hard work. So instead, I'm just going to give you back your money and say, congratulations, here's some of your money that we didn't embezzle for our our fucking friends. Yeah, Yeah, it's just a big shitty game. It is. It's all it It is. is. And both sides are all guilty. Like, I'm, I'm almost enjoying it to the point 
the Elon Musk fall through. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to that. Side oh, yeah, of the yeah, news. I've been paying attention. But I mean, it's either one side or the other. Like things are better than ever before. Thank God for Elon Musk. Now there's doves in heaven and I, all my wishes have come true. Or there's the other side that this is Armageddon. We can no longer have free speech. The world is ending. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, here's this stupid billionaire who's laughing his ass off at the whole fucking thing. You know, and it's like people are taking this so seriously, like it has any bearing on them. I mean, sure, maybe it has bearing on the employees that work there. But for most people, for for the 99 percent of people, it it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't fucking matter. The blue check marks thing is so stupid. It's, you know, I I thought they should go to red flags, you know, like blue check marks are red flags for the for the fucked up accounts. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But seeing my brother said the other day, like within two days of logging on, I noticed the same thing. Uh, Half my followers or whatever now have blue check marks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's true. It's like and it's not I don't want to make mock them or whatever, because obviously they're 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 friends and, and followers. But it's almost I almost feel like asking, well, why are you guys even spending the eight bucks on it? Like, oh, it's about hilarious because spending it's... frivolous, uh, frivolous money. I, I just don't know. But even the people like, OK, you should get a red check. I like that. I don't want a check mark. I, I don't really care. I tried. I think, Dude, I fucking Solomon's, tried. Solomon's the same thing. I think he's going against the grain. He's not going to get one. I and can't. We I, can't. Wrestling Soup can't get one. The reason is, is actually Seth Rollins fault. Why is that? Because back in the day, <laughs> oh, yeah. Joey knows his story. <laughs> back in the day, Seth Rollins used to stoop a little Nazi girl, um, Zara. Oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, Zara. So oh, yeah, 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 her right. account I don't think exists anymore. No, I don't think but so. But we retweeted and fucking called her out on all the Nazi stuff. So we reposted those images. And because we reposted those images, we have like permanent red strikes right. on the account. Oh, even though we didn't fucking take the pictures, even though it isn't ours, back during uh, liberal Twitter, and so yeah, we can't. But, but it's, the good thing is, is that N word sheet sheet yeah. under sixty nine four twenty <laughs> that signed up three days ago. He gets his blue check. More Franken busts after this ad break. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Real quick, since you're here too, I can bring this up. So we had um, we had discussions on Billy Corgan uh, and the Nick Aldis situation from Billy Corgan's interview that he did on Busted Open, and we talked about it. And some of the things that Billy raised were interesting points as to why Nick Aldis left, and even the way that Billy handled it seemed professional enough. But Nick Aldis went on not Sam Roberts. And he sat down, I think it was like an hour and a half interview, but I mean, the first 25 minutes was all that really mattered. And Nick Aldis kind of broke it down in different ways. And you could tell he was uncomfortable in some ways because he was going to bury Billy, which is kind of what he did. Um, First off, which should be no surprise to anybody, uh, Nick openly said that Billy doesn't know what he's doing. When it comes to booking and creative and stuff like that, a lot of his ideas just didn't make sense. And Nick tried to do his best in order to kind of uh, represent for NWA the best that he could. But this is also (laughs) after the loss of Dave Lagana, which Nick even also kind of surmounted that, you know, the loss of Lagana was a terrible blow to the company, which anybody that was watching Power back on the YouTube days can easily say, yes, you are right, Nick. That was a clear loss for NWA. But one of the other things that was coming through is a lot of people were saying it was because of Mickey James that all of this kind of fell apart. And I think the rumor mill that was going around was because Mickey James wasn't going to get another pay-per-view, another event, which Billy even talked about in his interview too, being true. He's like, look, it's my money. It didn't fucking draw the first time. Why am I going to go ahead and do it the second time? But when Nick Aldis explained things, it really wasn't because of Mickey. It was because of how everything went down. So according to Nick, Billy and Mickey had a conversation where Billy Corrigan kind of ran down Nick Aldis behind his back. Yeah, that's not kind of expecting. Yeah, but that's shitty, dude. That's. Oh, no, but I'm saying, yeah, that usually I'm going to guess he's going to find out. Right, right. Like you're not expecting your <laughs> wife to tell you, you know, but that's that's kind of the way that Nick painted it. He was making it sound like Billy believed that his allegiance to Mickey was stronger than the marriage between Mickey and Nick. Oh. And and that was one of the catalyst factors that Nick was putting through that 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 was just an insult because on Nick's side, he believes that he was giving NWA everything he could, everything that he knew how to do. He was also forced to be put into several situations where he had to do things that had nothing to do with being a booker, whether it was trying to smooth over shit with talents that Billy got in trouble for or just making deals that had nothing to do with him or his money. And I can kind of assume that these are the reasons compounded over time why Nick actually left. So on some level, I understand it. I, I don't think it's professional the way that he did it. Because he just up and walked out before a fucking pay per view, which is right. obviously a no no. But at the same time, I mean, wins enough, enough. He took a six figure job on, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. He was the you most paid I mean? person in the company, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I really kind of have to take it from that perspective. Just, you know, we, I'm making all these jokes about people and money and not having enough shit and everything being more expensive. Uh, if you have a six figure job as a, a fake fighter that doesn't draw money, and the guy calls you up and says, hey, I need you to do this, this, and that. Uh, you take out your fucking tap shoes, dude. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sorry. That's that's really kind of – and this isn't being like, oh, you know, oh, this is an asshole. No, I'm just saying like, dude, you've got a gig where you're getting paid money to work for a wrestling company that doesn't make money. 
Right. You're not making yeah. you're not making the money. They're not making money. You're getting paid money out of the dude. You're making 1979. The world is a fucking vampire residuals. Right. Okay. Sure. That's how well, you're getting paid. Not only that, he even said it at multiple points of the interview with Sam Roberts that he just didn't believe in the NWA anymore. So it was, it wasn't just a case of, Hey, pay me my money and I'll stay. It was this guy's not only was his ego deflated, but I think his passion was completely deflated too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's, Dude, it's really hard to stay passionate for something that you see dying. Right. Right. You know, it's not, you know, the NWA, first of all, it's like it had its nice little spurt pre-COVID, obviously. You had the old school booking. You had that shit set up. And then, of course, obviously, you know, all the shit happened. It came in, washed away some of the people, some of the people that actually still understand wrestling, which is why even when I hear Nick Aldis say something, being like, Billy doesn't know what he's doing. I'm like, that line is real long (laughs) the line of people left that actually know what they're talking about and you can learn something from gets shorter as the days go by yeah and what's really sad is there's a hell of a lot of people that don't even want to talk to those motherfuckers so am i really supposed to sit there and be like billy corgan you know ecw attitude era wwf fucking mark is supposed to have like some deep, intricate understanding of booking. It's like, no, that's why you pay people to do that for you. Mm. Yeah. Well, they were lost when they lost what uh, Lagana, Dave Lagana. Yeah. They uh, they got they were right there. That was the beginning of the not the end. Obviously, it's not the end. They're still around, but they're they're treading water at this point. Like you know, the head is just above. But I get to, well, like to touch upon what Joey said. I think like when something is dying, it's hard to, you know, unless you are really the ultimate rally, the troops leadership, which Billy clearly is not. And I've worked for guys who are not like that. And I didn't want to do any better for them after I got out of the rah-rah room with them. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> I, left, I remember oh, yeah. going to people, whether it's a club or a former podcast I was on, I was like, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to give more of an effort because it's not, it's not going to get better than this. Then what am I doing it this for? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, right. again, you have to be uh, some serious Paul Heyman ECW rah-rah to get, you know, your people to do an even better job for less you know, or, or, well, it could get better. It's most likely not, but still give me your 150%. You got to find some special people. <laughs> you deal with that. Some people really, some would say who have nothing else to invest in kind of, yeah. they're, they're all in or nothing. And that's not a good way to be either. You know what I'm saying? Like sink or die is, is never a good right. uh, a way to go. And I, I, yeah, extremes. I don't think, and, and I think Billy Corgan is a passionate fan but I don't know, and I've always heard kind of questionable things about him in the music industry, the way he handled himself with certain people, even with his own bandmates right. uh, who left. Um, but I, again, I think, uh, you know, we're starting to see that, you know, the relationship is really, you know, that, look, they weren't best buddies. They worked well together. But when things started going bad and COVID absolutely factors into the downfall of their relationship, in my opinion, because yeah. money was more money was lost. Nick wasn't that guy. Like Joey said, there's no real money. Nick Aldis is, you know, what did I say in the wrestling industry, Joe? A good hand. He's a good hand, yeah. you know. But but yeah. I don't know. He's not a marquee. I, I can imagine if over here at Wrestling Universe, which is a few miles from where I live, and they have Nick Aldis there, I don't think there's a line outside down the block. You oh, know, no. so, you know, you know what I mean? So, and he's their top guy. That's great that he's echoing uh, guys like Nick Bockwinkle and Harley Race. We can all kind of appreciate that as older fans. But the younger generation really give a shit. 
No, you know no, they, yeah. don't, they don't even give a shit about people that are from 10 years ago. Exactly. Well, I mean, let's let alone fucking 40. You know I what mean, I mean? With the loss of Nick Aldis, too, there's been a f- more than a few people that have been leaving the company. Obviously, Chelsea Green talking about going back home and Matt Cardona yeah. on his way out, too. But uh, we had, what was it? Um, Hard Times 3. They had yeah. uh, probably what is universally, or at least as far as I've seen, uh, the biggest bad booking decision uh, in NWA in a while, which is uh, making Tyrus the world heavyweight <laughs> champion. What, weird, weird move. Yeah, weird move. <clears throat> yeah, because because once again, like Evan was saying, where is he going to go? Where's Tyrus going to go? Right. Yeah. Nobody's looking out for this fucking guy. And I think that's a part of like what these people got to understand. And all this, right? And I've seen some people, you know, talk about all this. Maybe him potentially go to WWE or go to AEW. I'm like, unless he shows up as fucking Captain Owl, because everybody in the crowd's going to be saying, "Who? Huh. This is fucking nothing." He's or, or Captain Mexico, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who this fucking guy is. I right. mean, I, and and I'm not sitting here saying that, like running him down. This is just the reality. Yeah. He's a 40 year old man who was relevant in TNA, if you can even be relevant in in TNA at that time. Yeah. For a grand total of what, six to 12 months? Yeah. And since then, he's meandered around in AEW, uh, fucking NWA. Independence, and, yeah. Yeah. And he's more known as, as Mickey James's husband at this point, which, yeah. God bless you. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not a bad life to have in any capacity. But this is not a dude that's going to go somewhere and people are going to, you know, stop the presses. We got to push this guy to the moon. Like, it's like, no, that's, that's not him. And I think, you know, like I said, in a way, you're making $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Read the room, know your role, know where you're supposed to be. If Billy asks you to, uh, to go down to the corner store and get him a fucking, uh, get him a dum-dum pop, you go ahead and go get him that right. dum-dum pop. Well, that's what it sounded like, though. It sounded like he was doing that for a couple of years there. And he was cool with that. And I think it was one of those, you know, I has all I can stands. I can't stands no more kind of fucking moments. Well, did you guys see where he said in the interview with uh, Sam Roberts, um, it was a pretty notable thing that he said that, yeah, and then Billy asked me to call Thunder Rosa and smooth things over with yes, her. And I'm like, that's not about. my, that's not my job. Right. right. But so, so like to put it into context. And because I've been asked, you know, and, and again, you, it depends on what kind of worker you guys are, like, you know, what kind of way you see yourself on a team or in a company. I've had people ask me to do stuff that was absolutely recently not my job whatsoever. It was total ownership thing. And they're like, yeah, you can talk to this guy. I think he likes you. Can you do me a favor and make a call? I don't go, listen, that's not in my job room. I, 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 first thing I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could smooth it over. I think if you're a team player, you want, oh, this could affect me because you think of the trickle down effect, right? Like, you know, if this one's having a fall now, she's in the company. I'm, I'm like the leadership guy. I'm like the flagship guy. Maybe I should step in. Maybe that makes me look good to them. But it was funny how Nick was like, oh, so uncomfortable doing that and stuff. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think that. But that, didn't that uh, make you think that there was more to the story? Because the way you, you're, you're right. And you peek on that because the first thing I said was, if it was just smoothing something over, I mean, just a regular talent on the roster would probably be able to do that with no problem. Right. But because of Nick's apprehension, it makes me wonder what the real deal was where Nick didn't even want to fucking deal with it. 
So Nick is playing the, I still want to be seen as one of the boys in that office or whatever. And you've heard wrestlers bitch of a gripe about that. Uh, you know, if they're seen as one of the locker room or, or an island onto themselves, I think there's a way you can just conduct yourself where, you know, people can say, oh, yeah, he's one of us. But I understand he's walking a fine line between management and, and the workers, almost like a union delegate. Like you have to you just have to kind of know how to na- uh, navigate around that situation. I just thought it was weird. I'm like, I don't know if that's such a big deal that you had to play uh, interference with Thunder Rosa. Maybe, they, you know, Billy felt that you knew her better because you're around longer. You've been on the scene and stuff. He doesn't know her as well. There's always different Right. circumstances of why people ask. I don't think it's like some sinister thing. Oh, and then she'll be mad at Nick. She won't be mad at me. You know, like, no, she knows you're the shot caller. I don't know. Everyone I just thought there might have been caller. something else to it because it was just an odd thing for him to say in the way that he said it because it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. But, but Mitch, you know the same thing. I, I mean, my God, how many times have you run interference with things that were none of really your oh, sure. business in the end, right? <laughs> but but you're like saying to yourself, but I, I made an entire this- podcast off of you, it. You, you did. <laughs> 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 uh, but but you know, Doc, say, Doctor you, Mish. Yeah, you you think you think of you know you you say to yourself, yeah, I could see how this can completely get out of hand if I my words can kind of silence this or dumb it down. I, I'll give you ten minutes of my time. I, I just think anybody who like overthinks that goes, yeah, I really I, I shouldn't have done that. It's like I, I don't know unless it blows back on you. But I think it was just trying. He's the leadership guy, and maybe that's his value is increased by them because if you can middleman stuff. For ownership, they'll see you as even more valuable, and then it's a negotiating chip when you come back to the table. I guess Nick didn't see it that way. But you know what? This is what you ask a guy like Nick Aldis, too. You say, hey, Nick, what do you think of guys like Johnny Ace? What do you think of guys like Jeff Jarrett? What do you think of guys like fill in the blank? All these different agent guys, right? All the dudes that had to be, you know, the one that called and gave the bad news. It was really kind of just about. And if he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not crazy about those guys. Okay. Well, then how do you change that position in a company by being the good guy and taking on that role as the asshole, but not being an asshole? Get it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, being so they the, want- the standing example as opposed to being the norm. Right. No, I totally get you. That, like I said, that's why Jared. Could but maybe Nick wasn't hyped. confident in himself like that, though, too, because that also takes a level of. Uh, desire and passion to want to be that. And if this guy was already defeated from the way he was sounding on the, on that uh, interview, if he was already defeated, he probably didn't even have the passion to try and change the business from the back end. You know, right, but yeah. then, then sit down the belt, stop LARPing like you're British royalty. Ah, but he's getting six figures some, though. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, <laughs> I know, but if you're like, I'm, 22, cause it's like, I'm the man, I'm the man right. here. I'm the man of the man of the man. And then someone's like, Hey, can you call someone on the phone? And they're like, I'm scared. <laughs> <Fucking what? laughs> oh, that's scary. I don't want to talk on the phone. Like, what are you like? Fucking Gen Z kid. Yeah, if anything, like why didn't he have Nick do it? I just sent a text. I'm scared. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Pick up the phone. If you want to be this, like, like you're a, first of all, you're a middle-aged man now. So in wrestling, when you start getting into your fucking 40s, this is the position that you're moving towards. Your prime is not exactly uh, over but it sure as fuck is closer to done than it is, you know, ready to roll. Yeah. So if you want to stick around the business, then you have to accept these are the things that are going to be asked of you. This is how your role's going to change. Fucking chief, you know, uh, Chief J Strongbow wasn't going to get to be one of the boys at 55 fucking years mm, old. Exactly. Yeah. So well, you know, that's how this goes. Speaking of uh, somebody that doesn't want to do what they're told. 
Wrestling Soup will be right back. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 492. 493. 494, 495, 496, 497, 498, 499, 500. <laughs> Uh, she filed trademark applications believed to be related to uh, Mercedes Vernado, better known to fans as WWE superstar Sasha Banks, uh, filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. The work was done by Michael Dawkins, an attorney who's helped many wrestlers file trademark applications over the past few years. Trademarks were filed on behalf of Solnado Incorporated. Solnado, Solnado Incorporated is a corporation formed August 15th, 2022, in the state of Delaware with a registered name, uh, E-Resident Agent, Inc., and is said to be Vernado's personal company. The four right. trademarks filed are Mercedes Money. Money. Oh, no, no. Monet. Monet. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mo- oh. Monet. Mercedes Monet. She's French. Didn't you know that? Oh, yeah, is oh. she? <laughs> Monet Talks, Bank Monet, and Statement Maker. All four marks were filed for merchandise and entertainment uh, services last week. Sasha said that the moment that she's been waiting for the past six months is quickly arriving this month, leaving fans wondering if she's returning to WWE war games or going to the competition. And to add more fuel to the fire, she also has been posting uh, several videos doing wrestling training on her social media. Man, I can't Uh, wait. I can't wait for her to show up and have Britt Baker. Tell her she's not a she didn't lay a brick or I have Tony Storm not, say that Sasha kept it down in WWE. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean something like that. But even those trademark names, kind of like not even not only not creative but kind of cringy. I was I was kind of yeah. getting douche, douche chills from hearing those uh, names. I'm like, okay, uh, good luck in AEW. Uh, your career's your career's pretty much over. Can't wait to yeah. see Soraya versus Monet talks. Uh, I, uh, I keep seeing pictures of those buildings of of how many people are not there in, in every fucking show. It's like, oh, I thought you were saying nine eleven buildings. Uh, I'm like that too was an accident. So someone, you know. someone, you know, hole in the Titanic AEW boat. Someone patch up uh, the the end corner there. There's water coming through the dining room. 
Oh my God! Yeah, Halloween's I, I, Halloween's over. The fans should stop coming dressed as seats. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I've yeah. seen some recent pictures. I'm like, yeah, oh Bobby, th- th- there's there's a lot of trouble going on here. You can't darken out like the front section of the arena. It's like, why is it dark in the front of the arena? Uh, I've never seen that actually. Usually, you move people down like there's a smoke and mirrors thing. They can't even they can't even do that anymore. Uh, AEW is uh, just moving fans back. They're like, no, no, go up to the balcony. Much better view, guys. Much better view. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just it's uh, again. If she is going to AEW, what a what a what a uh, Big fucking a big, nothing. A big, a big nothing, yeah. and and the only thing that it, it lends itself to is ex- a lot of fun for us because a lot of foolish, silly people are going to be posting those two words that we haven't heard in quite a while: game changer. Oh yes. Oh, oh. I can't wait. Ga- hashtag game changer. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, usually to change a game, you need more than like one player. Yeah, well, do you know I, what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there, yeah, sure. There are people that you could add into a company of whatever, you know, sports or entertainment. Like you can add a name in there. Great. But if everything else is, you know, fucking dollar store, fucking ground beef, then people are all set. They don't need that shit. And yeah, I mean, at this point I'm watching AEW the same way that I would watch like the room. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like I'm like, Oh, what's, stupid thing is going to happen tonight that is just going to be so fucking silly that I I can't not, you know, remark on it. That's the feeling to it. And by the way, how many of the people that are in the crowd are doing the same thing? They're like, Oh, let's go to this. This is going to be fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, you know, I was telling five bucks. (laughs) Right. right. Yeah. I was telling Mish, uh, you know, me and Mish have done a couple of Fridays uh, together because my schedule allowed it. And I said, you know, this would be interesting because I get to watch rampage. I never really watch it. And now I have a reason to watch it because I talk about it. I mean, obviously, SmackDown's more the lead of what we're doing, but, uh, you know, Rampage is, you know, the, the extra thing to talk about. And I told Mission, I wasn't kidding. I wasn't trying to be a dick and I wasn't like overstressing it. I just said blank, plain, straight up. How does anybody watch this show or this company and take it seriously as a competition? This, listen, I've w- watched AWA in their dying years on ESPN back in the day. I watched Florida on its last leg when Mike Graham was the top guy there. I mean, so, I mean, I've seen some shit, you know, when Tommy Jammer was the top guy in the AWA in 91. <laughs> so, so, and then Derek Dukes. So, like, I've seen some shit. I watch Rampage and I go, people stay home to watch this show. Even 400,000. I have a, I want to have a conversation with 400,000 people about this. I mean, seriously, I, I just said, that's all Mish. You know, thank God for SmackDown because that takes up a majority of what we talk about. When we talk about news. We have fun anyway. We can improvise and do sure. it. But even to talk about Rampage in a way of like serious talk about, you know, I think that kid's really going someplace. I see it as just an all filler bullshit show. That the network that they're on just has, they're just waiting for some new game show or, you know, you know some bobbing Apple TV show that when you come on and you win a prize, it's just going to replace it. Rampage is a complete waste of time. And I don't, I don't know if the, the, to be honest with you, the flagship show is that much better. Well, the thing with uh, Rampage is to throw this out here too. Um, they've been suffering. Their average is 465,000 viewers in 2022. Right. The Rampage after Full Gear, which we'll do that rundown too in a, in a few, going to be at 4.30? No, 4 o'clock Eastern. So, because I guess there's NHL games going on afterwards, but that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt whatever 
ratings they already were yeah. missing to begin with to move it from what was 11 o'clock at night to four o'clock in oh. the afternoon. So, oh, they're doing rampage at four in the afternoon. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god, that's People- you know what? That's great news for Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez because they get to eat. They're lunchables. <laughs> they could lay it out on their blue mat at one o'clock in the afternoon. Show from your juice. lips to God's ears. They're probably going to go. This is so convenient now. Yeah. Have, they might even say that that, that lunchtime. I have something to watch. I got now. Now I now I can have now now I can go out on a date with all the girls. Yeah, God. all of them. I go. I go out on Friday night with the girls. I tonight. get to put on my footy pajamas early. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, people, people's court is going to trounce that show at four p.m. Oh, oh, oh yeah. it's a dying swan. I don't even know why it's 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 still. They barely can fill the the main show, the flagship show, has fallen off. I mean, still, uh, yeah, the rampage to me is just and I and I liked watching stuff like OVW and I like watching NXT uh, because there are people on there that are going to be something. I just don't see that in Rampage. Not because I don't want to see it. I don't see it because I don't see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't see no. anything positive about being on Rampage. No, exactly. I watched the XPW pay-per-view this I, weekend. I did too. <laughs> yes. And boy, oh boy, I learned, I learned some things. I learned some things. First of all, uh, it was odd to watch a wrestling show where, yet again, nobody fucking cared. Like the wrestlers <laughs> no. didn't care. Everybody was just trying to be as big of fucking offensive shit bags as possible. Like I'm watching it and I'm like, Oh, this is like a flashback for me. Whereas yeah. if somebody hasn't seen this, it would be like a, a crime against humanity mm. where if you've seen this type of nonsense before, you're like, Oh, this feels oddly familiar. Well. I get this like, okay. But then it also like it in the main event, right? It was Schlack versus Drake younger, mm. which is just so hilarious on paper. I mean, the, the rise and fall, uh, and then the continued. You're not fall proud and, of your referee brother? Oh man, <laughs> no, no. The continued fall of Drake Younger was like one of the most interesting things I've ever seen mm. because this was a guy that like was like a deathmatch bum. Right. He was a fucking meth head, and then he cleaned himself up. He got in great shape. He stopped doing death matches. He got hired by WWE. He had a great job. He was making all this money. Then he found 4chan, lost his fucking mind, and now he's doing death matches again. (laughs) So it's just like, oh, fuck, dude. But at the same time, I'm watching this match that he's having with Schlack, who, you know, Schlack, great character, looks like a million bucks, nice fucking guy, met him a handful of times. But Schlack is not exactly a... a wrestling machine, mm. if you will. But Drake had a match with him. Like, this is the best match I've ever seen Schlack have. Yeah. I'm like, this makes like, this almost makes sense even in a death match context. So you're like, Drake, why did you have to go crazy? It's just like, I- I'm watching it. I'm like, man, I really wish this guy just stayed off the fucking internet <laughs> because he's, not a bad fucking worker. Like I said, even in the context of like a death match with the guy that's like a log, he's like carrying around a log. I'm like, this isn't terrible. But now this guy, never he's never going to fucking work in a company again where he's actually going to get eyes on him. Yeah. yeah. But it's done. It's just completely done. But still, like I said, like watching a show like that, I'm like, wow, this is dog shit and it's ridiculous. I'd still rather watch that than Rampage. I'd oh, still yeah, rather yeah. watch that yeah. than like... Chuck Taylor and fucking or like 
Orange Cassidy doing strong style. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to. Who wants to see this shit anymore? Right. You'd almost rather watch the fuck watch the freak show. At least the freak show. You're like, oh, this is a little different. Who's the guy? And and I forget who it was, but who's the guy who regularly takes syringes to the cheek and they stick it through his cheek and they squirt it out the other side? Oh, Oh. almost all of them now. (laughs) Oh, man. None of us. None of the gore means anything anymore, Kevin. And I mean, this, this needle is getting kicked around on the glass fucking mat. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, there's clearly at least a 50% chance of getting staph infection from this fucking thing. It's gross. I forgot that EC, X, EC, XPW was still around. I, I mean, I thought they, they were came like back. I didn't know there. either. Fucking Joey yeah. hit me up like a couple weeks ago or whatever. And he's like, he's sending me an XPW link. And I'm and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on it. And he's like, no, 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 it's new. I'm like, new? What are you talking about, new? <laughs> oh, and, it's, and, and it was held in Newark, New Jersey. That makes sense. Of yeah. course. And, oh, and, uh, by the way, if this is the full show, yeah, we're going to have to do some point of viewing. Oh, yeah. Chat. That'll be fun. Because it's just, whole, holy shit, is it entertainingly shitty. Yeah. I, I know there was a three-way match with Lucky t- 13, and I kind of laughed at that. I'm like, oh, it's a shout-out to Kev's promo- uh, uh, club. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, there's, oh, dude, they were bringing back all these like early 2000s guys. Just yeah, Necro Butcher. Off. Dude, I don't even remember the last time I've seen Necro Butcher, let alone a match by the guy. You mean oh, the he's, ma- still around, he's still around, Necro Oh, he's, he's the MAGA Butcher now. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, really? Maga oh. Butcher. That's right. Don't yes. don't besmirch him and his good uh, Trump gimmick that yeah. he has now. Oh, it's a gimmick. Oh, okay. I didn't even well, know. it's I didn't real even know. too, but it's oh, also. Okay. <laughs> and it was nice to see somebody oh, okay. dig up Colin Delaney. Haven't seen oh, him in Colin a minute. Colin Delaney is still back. Oh, yeah. wow. Colin Delaney. Yeah. I remember him. <laughs> which, him. which, by the way, this is also why, like, when you watch a show like AEW. And by the way, I'm not sitting here being like, man, you got to get out there and get like fucking Pogo the Clown or some shit. I don't know. But there's no excuse for you to have stale, redundant fucking shows and people you can't. Because you could call up some of these dudes and pay them $300. Yeah. And be like, all right, let's get something new on the show instead of watching the same thing happen for three straight goddamn years. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. But it also makes sense to me because Billy uh, Corgan and Tony Khan are very much cut from the same cloth. Mm. The only difference is Billy Corgan earned his money. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It's true. If he's wasting his money on bullshit, he actually feels it because he's like, oh, fuck, I, I wrote an album to make that money. Yeah. As opposed to Tony Conry, he's like, I don't know, my dad, you know, fucking crushed some people's dreams in some <laughs> foreign land. I don't know. You're listening to the Wrestling Soup. We got full gear coming up, guys. 16 straight hours of AEW entertainment. Straight hours. <laughs> uh, full gear, more like full anus. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Oh, Just stuff you to the brim. Full diaper, and I'm going to be fucking crying hours. changing that shit. Yeah. Oh. How many matches are announced so far, Mish? Nine matches are announced, but apparently oh, there wow. could be 11. Light show. Yeah. Light show. As, of, matches. Oh as of tomorrow, there might be 11. So there's two more matches that are being rumored. So, yes, well, they get nine. Mer- they get Mercedes. It could be 12 matches. Ah. Oh, yeah. We almost yeah. forgot about that. 
she's going to come out and make some Monet. <laughs> stick, stick around in the 16th hour and bring it out a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> after you've had your dessert, after your dessert, would you like some more dessert? Oh, uh, We're bringing out the card again. Oh, my God. So we got uh, Luchasaurus versus Jumping Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yes. Is he jumping now? Yeah, he's jumping now. Yeah, he's jumping now. <laughs> he's jumping to the WWE. Yeah, uh, jump up and go to the fucking fridge. Jesus Christ. This thing's still going. That's, oh, me and Kev literally said that last Friday. I'm like, dude, this this thing feels like it's been going since the inception of AEW. We've gone through tables and off stages and power bombed out of the ring. Yeah, but this is a steel cage this time. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I mean, these guys have done everything short of like just makeup and fuck in the ring. So why, why is this still going on? I don't know because they don't have anything for Christian or Jack Perry to do, but they want yeah, them both involved. They got no other wrestlers there, I guess. So uh, you know, no, no one else could possibly make this card. We need to have Luchasaurus <laughs> and Jungle Fuck again. Oh uh, gosh, who who wins it? Obviously, uh, you hope Jungle Boy wins it so this thing can be over with. But you know it's not. No. Yeah, I, I put it. Yeah, I think you got to put the gas behind. Uh, Jungle Boy, because I understand Luchasaurus is uh, 137 years old. Well, 137 million years old. Million, yes. Million years old. Uh, uh, Christ. I don't know. I, uh, I'm going to say it's going to go to Luchasaurus yeah, only because I think they're going to squeeze out another month out of this at least. Oh, God. Oh, they're going to so, squeeze out another six months. That's, yeah. This thing's going to keep going because they want to inevitably have the match when Christian heals up against Jungle Boy. Right. Which at that point, no one will have given a fuck. But that's what Jungle I'm saying. Boy's- that's going to be your yeah. match. That's that's your your final match is going to be Christian versus Jungle Boy. So Luchasaurus can't lose right now. He has to win so that there's a reason for Jumpin' Jungle Jack Perry to go <laughs> after Christian uh, in the ring. Well, hopefully Shannon Doherty comes out and makes a big save. Ah, yeah. We were talking okay. about that the other day. By maybe. save, we mean brain. Um, <laughs> Jason Jeff- Priestley with the running. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen in a tag team for AEW's Soul match. Oh, God. <laughs> for AEW's Soul? For AEW's Soul. I, I think I'm going to go watch the best of Tommy Jarrett. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For their soul. DJ Peterson in the uh, world title match. Mm. For um, the soul fan that wants to watch this? Is that what it is? Jesus. Uh, uh, God. I mean, they really think people want to see this garbage. Um, yes, apparently, Kev. Somebody thinks that we all want to see this match. Uh, it's like smelling shit or drinking piss. Uh, <laughs> Christ. Say that in the club business, by the way, about a bad band. Oh, um, shit. Oh, God. Uh, the, the, one, the, the, the team that Sting is on. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Imagine with a straight face being like, oh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett have this in the bag. My God, I like you know what I liked is how Jay Lethal they were like we can't bring in the the Briscoes because they've been canceled by the internet, so they're yeah. not allowed to be on the TV. Jay Jay Lethal has also been canceled by the internet, but what he can do instead is just lose every match oh. <laughs> to the point where he means less than nothing, but carries every corpse of every below average wrestler around. Now who's now out of curiosity because I agree with you guys, but who do you think makes the pin, Darby or Sting? 
Sting, right? Sting? Yeah, probably they'll give yeah, him Sting. Okay. Yeah. Right. Big win. Big win for the Stinger. Big win for Sting. <laughs> <laughs> he on. needs one, you know? Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose in a singles match for the AEW Tuberculosis Championship. <laughs> <laughs> For the hockey's on championship, yes, yes. Uh, Nyla Rose might. Oh God! You know what sucks about this dude? There's no way that anybody has the sense there to have Nyla Rose beat on Jade, and have it be like, "Oh, Nyla Rose is the is the right, heel right. in this situation." So of course it's just going to be back and forth. Yeah, it won't be any good. They'll do a couple dumb. Well, spots. they're going to have all their minions in there too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with Cardgill. I think they're going to keep her a dominant champion. Yeah, of course. But it's also hot heel on heel action. That's right. brilliant. More brilliant booking. <laughs> which one's the hot one? <laughs> yeah. Which was the, uh, which one's the, uh, which one's the face? <laughs> which one's the fucking person that you want to have win? Like yeah. this is a, you're, you're, you've built a pay-per-view match for two months to two heels. Yeah. What is this? Like, yeah, if, if there is a baby face, there's no baby face. You know, no. what I mean, there's, there's yeah. I, I, two two people who I, I don't particularly care for. You know what I see out of the ring from them or in the ring. I, I, again, I don't know who they expect the fans to latch onto. And I thought it was about the fans getting behind at least somebody. I mean, the, the, people say there's a big contingency of Jade Cargill fans. Is that actually true? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask JD, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was all the fans. Uh, this let me let me see if I can put this in early two thousand smart mark uh, terms for Tony Khan and his ilk. This is like booking Triple H versus Triple H. Yeah, kind of is. Yeah, actually lower than that. It would be like booking Steve Blackman versus Steve Blackman. Ah, oh, poor oh. Steve. Yeah, I like Steve. I, I think Steve Blackman has more charisma than both of them, but that's <laughs> yeah. the comic stylings of Steve Blackman will always be. <laughs> just kidding. I think Nyla's actually pretty entertaining. I'm just uh, fucking around. Yeah, I, I'm hearing that she's getting more entertaining now. I just haven't invested in watching anything she's done. Yeah. We got uh, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter in a singles match for the interim AEW Women's World Championship. Mm. Uh, if Tony could, can forget mm. about how much she hates Thunder Rose for a second, Thunder Rosa for a second. Uh, Jamie Hayter, again, I, I watched people tell him, because everyone was saying, including my brother, how over Jamie Hayter was. I guess I'm just missing the segments of the crowd reactions because I've tuned in a couple of times, sir, and I, it was kind of tepid. I don't know. Is she well, Kevin, they've done everything they could to, to stamp the fire out. No, I think you guys are missing something. You're comparing the overness in AEW to the overness in WWE. Right. I guess, again, <laughs> I've watched it twice, and I think I told you that, Mitch. I go, there was like, even when she was getting in offense in the, her match, I didn't hear the crowd. Right. Like, because everyone's like, she's so, that her and the acclaimed are, are, you know, the, the love of the arena. And I'm like, are they? But I'm not hearing it. Is it not coming off on television? Is it people who were there and there was a whole row going crazy or something? Well, maybe the, it's- Jamie, the Jamie Hayter love, I'm not seeing... Yeah. I'm not seeing that. I've watched two or three of her matches in recent weeks. I haven't seen an overwhelming pop. Where I, is it? I think it's because every single venue that AEW does apparently is a dome. So all the cheers oh, so just go upwards, you know. Uh, well, this this is like another example. There's two women's matches on the show. Oh, three. actually, I'm sorry, three. Four. Uh, one is heel versus heel. One is heel that's not over versus uh, heel who is over as babyface. And the third one is... 
heel who's been a baby face, book like a baby face for years versus baby face that people don't know how to react to because they haven't wrestled in five years. Right. But they're kind of healing on her because they don't know how to react because the heel's been pushed like a baby face. So needless to say, it's brilliant. Yeah, of course. It's been done really well. So there's no confusion whatsoever. The AEW women's division is being booked so immaculately. Well, the other rumor to this, too. These are the three matches you have. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if there's any, you know, validity to this, but even on Reddit and a few other places, I guess the the big pushed idea right now is that Thunder Rosa might make her return. I, so she, so she can already? do oh, yeah, I th- yeah, I thought it was like in the new year. I yeah. So they can come up with new creative ways to shit on the girl? I guess. I don't know. I hope yeah. it's not true. I hope she just fucking leaves. I'm really at that point with poor Thunder Rosa. I'm like, just just fucking throw the belt in the trash on, on Twitter and just leave. <laughs> she should throw the belt in the trash. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, she should just wait out that contract, collect the money, and then go to WWE and be like a fucking trainer. Right. So Just go somewhere where she'll actually be appreciated like an adult. I'll exactly. agree with you guys. Jamie Hader for this, too. I, I want yeah. to see the belt off of Tony Storm. Well, I hope Just, I hope that Jamie Hader wins it, but some part of me has me feeling like they're saving that for Thunder Rosa if they care enough to. True. Right. But uh, it's probably, I mean, if, if there's going to be any rhyme or reason, it should be Jamie Hader. Would you guys say if, that if Jamie Hader wins, it's more telling of what Thunder Rosa's future is there or isn't? If yeah. Jamie Hader gets the belt, yeah. That's what well, if Jamie Hader gets it, you'd feel a little bit better for Thunder Rosa. You know, oh, I think I mean? it's be- it's better because of well, Tony yeah, Storm. because Tony Storm is one of her in, biggest yeah. detractors, and Britt yeah. Baker is one of her biggest detractors. So if you're taking the belt off of Tony Storm, or you oh Hader 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 hates her too. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That? I forgot about that. That's oh. right. Yeah, and she and, broke me nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh that's well, right. Fuck, yeah. I don't know. Then you're right. Almost oh, yeah. like it's a wrestling match, and we want to pretend that we're doing Japanese strong style. Right. No, I, I forgot that she doesn't like, and that girl Rebel doesn't like her either. Yeah, Thunder Rosa's got quite a few enemies. So. Yeah, she really mm. does. Oh, well. Uh, so the third match for uh, the ladies is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus uh, Soraya. Don't touch my back singles match. Oh, God. <laughs> well, this is this is one of those instances where once again, Tony Khan has found another creative way to book himself into a corner. Because now you've had Paige stand out in the middle of the ring. I'm just going to call her Paige. So get used to it. Well, I got the uh, perfect finish for this match. Stand, but you go stand. ahead. Uh, so so did a lot of people. Ah, um, yes. Uh, so she's she now stood in the ring, said, Britt, you don't have it. You were never anything. You can't be a star. You're the shits. You don't have the guts. You're not tough enough. So now if, you know, Paige goes out there and win, it's like, congratulations. You just proved her completely right. Britt doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> and this chick that you've spent millions of dollars to build up as your big fucking star Sucks compared to Paige, who hasn't wrestled for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if you have Britt beat Paige, then what the fuck's the point of bringing back Paige? Put over Britt. Right. And this is where the ideal finish comes in. So lights go out, music hits, and money talks makes her way down to the fucking ring <laughs> and just picks up Soraya and gives her a backbreaker and oh. ends the fucking match. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> what if what if the, the what if the lights go out and then all of a sudden we just start hearing Alberto Del Rio's music? Oh wow! Well, that's even I better. <laughs> a white scarf just falls. <laughs> I want to take you to outer spooky. I heard oh. you were cleared. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I heard your boyfriend's band's music. It fucking sucks. Oh, God. Yeah. It's very, very run and snippy. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we made some very, we made beautiful music together. <laughs> Soraya obviously has to win this shit, right? Like, that's. She should, but what do you do? Is she a baby face? No. Maybe. I know. I know she is in real life. I'm talking about it in the show. Uh, uh, oh At this God. point, she could be on the show as the Hamburglar for fuck all we know. None of it. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. There's no fucking. <laughs> you watch that promo in Boston, and she runs the whole thing, and then they're like, "You're a dentist," yeah. because they've taken this fucking broad who's a heel. And Booker is nothing but a fucking baby face. Yeah, no, I know. Like, what? What do they think is going to happen? Like she's both, like, both she has girls, a catchphrase. What the fuck? Both girls, I think, are probably more concerned with getting over with the crowd or having the crowd on their side, so they have those bragging rights. I don't even think either know really what their role is or what they're supposed to be doing, because mm. it just seems to me it's just trying to get the crowd, like you know, like you said, Joe. To Fred Baker, if you like, it's almost what CM Punk did to Hangman Page in that uh, press conference. So you're telling everybody pretty much that this person sucks. Now you could say Page was working, so to speak, in her promo. <laughs> CM Punk was shooting. It's the same result. You're telling the the fan base that this person that they put in the gas line for years now is is pretty much in the locker room. We all think it's a joke. So again, and the perception of the fans, you know, the fans, everyone thinks they're smart, but they're probably like. Oh, yeah, Britt Baker's the chosen one or whatever, you know. And I thought the fans always hated that kind of person, you know. So I'm kind of surprised that the fans have – because if you remember, Britt Baker initially really sucked in ring and on the, on the mic. Oh, yeah. Initially? Yeah. I No, but on the mic, she was terrible. I mean, she oh, was yeah, really yeah. terrible. And, you know, her boyfriend, Tony Schiavone, trying to save her every five seconds out there <laughs> on the mic. My he God. just wants a little peace, man. Just a little scratch and sniff. Please touch my ear. <laughs> Stroke my earring. Stroke my ear with the earring in it. It is more uncomfortable to watch that with Tony Schiavone than it is Michael Cole and Bailey. I'm telling oh, you. God. Yeah, it's weird. Um, it's fucking weird. Next match we got on the card is the uh, the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament four-way for the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament finale. Winner receives uh, AEW World Championship match at Winner's Company. <laughs> at Winner's Coming. Jesus Christ. Uh, you got Ethan Page and Bandito. And, oh, there's a winter coming for AEW. <laughs> and Brian Cage and either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks to fill out the four-way on this. And then those oh two uh, will actually go to that winner's coming finale. So that's that. Uh, <sighs> uh, shouldn't Shouldn't every single part of us be like, yay, Ricky Starks, but why? Yeah, I agree. They've given us no reason to believe that he's worth a shit anymore. Well, I mean, I can easily say it's definitely not Bandito. I mean, oh, we watched that not. Rampage oh, fucking match with Bandito oh, and Rush. God. That was awful. Oh, <laughs> the sound of silence. Oh, oh my God. So it's Ethan Page who, uh, good, good talker, Looks like something, but there's just like for that audience, he's just generic. Well, they gave him Eddie Kingston, which I still think is kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, well, Eddie Eddie Kingston's dead in the water at this point, dude. Yeah, yeah. he is. He comes out looking like a fucking homeless guy buying a fucking bacon, egg, and cheese at the bodega. I mean, come on, dude. I, I think it's got to be Ricky Starks because I don't I don't see Brian Cage doing it because the problem with Brian Cage is he's too big. 
and they don't like that. Well, AEW is also going to remember that they hate Brian Cage probably by right. next week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Why is this guy here? Like, wait, they just wait, forget, it, it, yeah. he, he's the one married to Melissa Santos, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Um, well, the, uh, oh, yeah, Joe. yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, it's really weird because I, Mish likes him. I know that. I don't know how you feel about him. I just think at this point, Brian Cage has been like, he's gotten, too, he's had too many chances to learn how to wrestle for his size and he just yeah. has never done it. And at this point, like, I, listen, we can't sit around and keep waiting for it to finally click with Brian Cage that he's huge. Right. right. Like, he wants to point, wrestle like, like Kenny Omega. See, that's the problem yes. is Brian Cage has been hanging out with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega too long that he thinks that he's one of them, as opposed to being a human dinosaur that should actually eat people for real. You know, yeah. he got in the ring and made Wardlow look smaller. Right, right. And it's like, this is not helping because you made Wardlow look smaller. And then this guy's like needing to do shooting star presses. It's yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's agile ultimate warrior. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> from, really? What is physique? He has a physique. When you look at him, he's got a physique like warrior in his prime. But I, I don't, and he's got agility, but he's also lacking charisma. You know, he, he doesn't have that kind of thing where it's must see. I never hear anybody go, yeah, you see that Brian Cage match? He's been kind of a, you know, where is he now type of guy amongst an overcrowded locker room. I don't think he's ever going to break out. I just, I don't see it. I don't, I think he's custom made for WWE, but he doesn't want to go there for some reason. He doesn't have the brains. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know what his deal is. He's kind of an an odd duck. I've seen him in interviews and stuff. I I don't really, I I don't know uh, what his deal is. Um, But yeah, Ricky Starks was a guy who, when he even signed, because I was talking about this with Mitch the other day, we loved watching a few years ago NWA, and Ricky Starks was a big part of that program. And we saw something in him. I remember talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, you know, boy, this this kid is already outgrowing this NWA, but he's going to need more seasoning, more seasoning. All right, he's in AW, what, for – he got signed during COVID, right, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's been here a couple of years. But when are they going to pull the trigger on him? And someone is saying, I think they're correct, that his contract runs up in December, Ricky Starks. If that's the case – I think he should run to WWE and be part of NXT because yes. I think they could do a lot more with him. You know, um, I don't think he's going to be the you know everyone the Rock. The God, I could already see little... him in a program with Wesley. That would be fucking yeah. Fantastic. You could see so yeah, you could see, and I'm sure he's he's a pretty smart kid from what I hear behind the scenes. I, I if I was him, I, if it, that is true, and his contract's up in December, no matter what they do with him now, I would bolt unless Tony Khan forces him. Before the pay per view to sign something or Maybe. an extension, but yeah, I don't see Ricky Starks uh, doing much. They would have pulled the trigger on him by now. I think he should head for a uh, higher ground. But and go you know to NXT what? Where they can really shine. I don't think they're forcing anybody to do anything. On a complete side note, uh, I think mm-hmm. uh, Corbin put it up in the chat earlier, but it was being reported that uh, MJF did some kind of an interview where he said that he still hasn't signed a contract extension, no matter what the internet is saying. As of January first, twenty twenty four, is when his contract is up. Wow. So I, I don't I mean, I don't think that they're really hustling on anybody at this point. And chances are the rumor mill being that Tony Khan doesn't want to fire anybody. So he's just going to let people's contracts run out. Kind of seems like it might be par for the course at this point. Don't you think? I agree. And I, I think you're right. And I think he's what uh, Tony Khan is kind of up against the wall. Like, And he hasn't said anything. He hasn't really said any kind of inflammatory or crazy things in recent weeks. I mean, but the pay-per-view is, is, is on the horizon. Maybe tomorrow he'll post something wacky, uh, you know, from all lips to God's ears. Maybe today he'll do it. But 
Um, yeah, I think you're right, Mish. I think he thought he had the wrestlers over a barrel. I think it's kind of the other way around when you really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at this point, it, especially if you don't have the balls to tell these guys to go home, they're going to sit and get their mailbox checks. Right. Yeah. Right. That's really it. Next match on the card we have is the ultimate mid-card match between Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio Casagnoli, and Sammy Guerrero in a four-way match for the ROH World Championship. Ugh, <laughs> in, my, in my fucking life. Uh, this is just... What was the point of the existence of Daniel Garcia at this point? I don't know. Is he hurt? No, I don't know. I didn't see anything about it. So what was with the three and a half month long push? Yeah. What was with the, 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 the personalized rapper? The, uh, (laughs) right. (laughs) I mean, I'll go be wrestler. No, I'm sports entertainer. I'm so torn. Okay. Well, here's his match for the pay-per-view. Where is he? Oh, we got to give that spot to shithead Sammy Guevara. Yes, oh, yes. Beautiful. Okay, fantastic. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think Sammy's going to – I think they're going to put the gas behind Sammy and he's going to win. I think Sammy is going to win. And not just because Tony Khan likes his wife. I think uh, – I just think the younger – they have to put it on a younger guy, an upcomer. I mean, no matter – because everyone's like, oh, but Chris Jericho just signed for three more. That doesn't mean they have to keep a title. Why do they have to keep a title? I don't even – Old codgers. Does you know, anybody think that Jericho even cares about the ROH title, though? Yeah, but he doesn't. Nah. Uh, yeah, no, I think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Put it on Sammy Guevara and make it like Ring of Honor of old. Put it on a young upcomer or an upstart or someone who's modern and now, even if he's a controversial douchebag, legit out of the ring and in the ring, uh, he's probably the guy uh, to go by because he does have he does have a fan base. I yeah, but dude, they got big reaction he got in Dubai. I mean, but Kev, yeah, they've true. got forty two other titles they could put on him. It's, <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> ROH World Championship. I'm that's I, a good point. I probably keep it off of Brian Danielson, but Claudio, man, Claudio is a cornerstone. And if they're talking about eventually when Rampage's contract runs out or when the network finally throws it off the air, making ROH some kind of a branded show. Uh, yeah, I'd want Claudio to be that guy. You're going to need a more established name. I I agree, I agree but yeah. it's funny because you know Claudio's old too. I mean, he's he's in his early 40s. Uh, you know, Nick, he's in great shape. I get it. He's a 44 year old, 18 year old. Not really, but for argument's sake, we'll say that. Um, but is he really even his name? You know, the WWE thing that come that that you know, I don't know how much that means anymore. It's even the even the AEW fans. Uh, is it better investing in Gravaro? But also, one thing I will say is that at least with Claudio, you can put it on someone dependable who won't say something fucked up right. on Twitter. Yep. So, you know, so if you go in public relations, you guys are right, then put it on Claudio. If you go and throw it up reckless against the wall and let's just get some buzz from a controversial douchebag, you go with Sammy Gravaro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm still sticking with I think Jericho's going to keep it. Because this would be the way that they would get the belt off Jericho, because clearly Jericho's not going to put his shoulders to the mat. In fact, him losing to who was it, Claudio or so a month ago? Yeah. That was his that was his yearly jobbing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> so, he does do job. Yeah. That was his yearly laying down for a guy who was fifteen years younger and in exponentially better shape and any human being with eyes would know he'd beat the fuck out of him. So that's he's done. So this would be the match for him to lose that belt. Yeah. That said, I think he's keeping it because of all those aforementioned things. Jer- Jericho's going to be like, Tony, you want to get this on TV? You got to have a big star like me. 
Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> you gotta have me. I you gotta mean, have go to a network. Everybody knows yeah. my song guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with you guys. I think Jericho totally plays that card behind the scenes because everyone makes like you know he's he's you know he's a locker room leader. I think he's a manipulative guy who gets his. Make sure he gets his and everybody else gets theirs. He's like Tony Soprano. He's I get the eleventh. You get he's yours. The, he's the eleventh heel baby face on the show. Yes, yeah. exactly. And he's 52 years old and should know better, and he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So why would I think for a second that he's doing anything other than what he wants? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, how could you even at this point be like, oh, he cares about the show? Yeah, I like, like uh, what Jack Frost in the chat said, because that's just something I never hear about anymore. If you guys are old school, you remember in the NWA, that the Western State Heritage title that they put on Larry Zabisco. If you remember back in the end, of, right? and the Western State, the, the ROH title is like the Western State Heritage title. Yeah, that's a real old school reference. And that's not too bad. I think that's a good equation of what the Ring of, Ring of Honor title is worth. Now. So uh, match number 42, we got uh, the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and director Max Caster with Billy Gunn versus Swerve and our glory Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Unless the young bucks come out, unless the young bucks come out, and I have a feeling they will. I have a feeling they will. That's a grandiose way to return. Mm-hmm. I would stick with Swerve and Keith Lee. I think it seems to work. I'm told that they're popular. Uh, again, <laughs> haven't, haven't haven't seen it. I'm told. That, that, I'm, I'm told Swerve is living his best life, uh, <laughs> cutting I, off I people's fingers with no accord. Right. And, and, no, and, and no. why would why would Brian Alvarez lie to me? Uh, so, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with them. the acclaim, though, supposedly uh, the New Age Outlaws of uh, 1998. I, I, I'm i going to go with Swerve and uh, Keith Lee because I know more about them than I did the acclaim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, at, at this point, it would be crazy, though. I mean, the acclaimed at this point are one of three or four things on the show that actually are over and work. Right. So it's really tough for them to ma- – but once again, like we're talking about fucking cuckoo town here. That's yeah. why I so, got to go with the acclaimed so on this. Happen. Yeah, I got to go with the acclaimed because you're right. And it then you guys town. think Young Bucks come out and challenge the acclaimed? Oh, I think they're going to come out and they're going to scissor each other because that's like <laughs> the big thing. And then the yeah. Young Bucks are going to scissor with Billy Gunn and then Max Caster is going to scissor with Nick. And they're all going to start scissoring each other and then they're going to get like super kicked. And then the triple, triple H Bucks – will then beat the acclaimed. That's right. And everyone will go, this is, this makes sense. And then uh, the IRS will file chapter 11 for them and just shut down <laughs> the whole company. Well, that's it too. I think we're also ignoring the fact like in that four way tag, who's to say Kenny doesn't say I'm in the match too. Uh, Cause that could fucking happen. Right. No, for the, bring them, it's a way to bring them all back though. Like this yeah. Cause way. winner's coming. So Kenny Omega needs a title shot. That's right. That, that is no true. Reason. Yeah, I'm going to go with the acclaimed on that. So uh, yeah. we got last match of the main event. John Moxley versus MJF singles match for the AEW World Championship. This is also MJF's casino ladder poker chip cash-in match. I think we can all make one clear fucking prediction on this one. Everybody loses? Oh, <laughs> John Moxley is going to bleed. Oh He's yeah, well, of course. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's, so. and it's, by the way, it's an MJF it, is going to blink too. I mean, it's just a straight singles match, so of course there's not going to be any ladders or weapons or anything like oh, that no, at all. Heavens, no, but no. they're going to bleed like sieves. Yeah, no, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. 
perfect. I, I don't think it's MJF's time yet. I think they'll stretch this out. I think Moxley will end up winning. I think it's almost obvious. I think that Moxley will retain unless they want a hot shot and get the the uh, headlines from the WWE or just the wrestling world in general and put the belt on MJF. But I think that might be too soon. I think they might get heavily criticized for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Moxley. Uh, yeah, they stretch out this feud, and I say Moxley wins by some sort of. Weird, weirdness. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it on Mox anyways. I mean, behind the scenes right now, um, he begged his wife to come into this company to give it some kind of fucking prestige with interviewers. And I think that he's done a lot by sacrificing, you know, his uh, his alcohol <laughs> habit and a few Sorry. other things to try and keep the company above water. So, yeah, John Moxley, I, I'm going to go with John Moxley for the win on this one. And you know what really what kills me about this whole situation is had it been handled correctly, the whole thing that happened with Punk and MJF oh, yeah. and all this other shit and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Would have been amazing. This would have, first of all, been really good. They would have been able to do something really good with this. And then also, even if Punk had been like, listen, I got into a fight with these assholes. I don't want to come back. And somebody back there had been like, listen, Punk, one last thing. One last thing, we'll give you a fucking, we'll get you out of your contract. We never got to see your ass again. You just got to do this one thing. Come out, fuck MJF out of the title in the match and leave. But that can't happen because Cole Cabana has to be on TV because take that CM Punk. Yeah, I just. How easy would that have been to just say, come out and interfere in this match and then we never got to see you ever again. The story is full fucking circle and you're out the door. Yeah. Just, you know, and it's funny, like you said, uh, Mish, about the, you know, having convincing Renee Young to come to AEW. Was, I, you know, she brings prestige and legitimacy because she's so like respected as an interviewer and, you know, top girl from WWE as far as the female interviewers go and announcers. But I look at her in AEW and it reminds me of if I saw Julia Roberts hosting Mad TV. I mean, <laughs> it just doesn't look right at all. Like you're just, I see a Not even there. in living color, dude. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Barbara Streisand. So it's like, it's like um, I, I just I'm looking at Renee Young and I'm like, she's got to be behind the scenes. Like, what the fuck did you get me into? Yeah. Uh, Meryl yeah. Streep's doing a sketch with uh, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Oh. <laughs> There's already language, Jessica Tandy. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, it looks so out of place. And I know, you know, hey, good wife, you know, following your husband, you know, gig's a gig. But uh, my God, I just like, it doesn't, AEW can shine it up any which way that they want to. And it still looks like ass, man. It just yeah. does. I don't know. To me, it does. Well, that's your, uh, that's your rundown for full gear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to text me and fucking act like a pussy. What do you, you want me to fucking do? I'm before this fucking video. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh. I don't know. There's a odd little. <laughs> mm, mm, some of that noseweed. It's <laughs> made. I want you to fucking text Schlott. Take anything fucking on now. This, get rid of that on the table, please. I don't want it on. <laughs> wait, what's on the table? Now I want to know what's on the table. What's on the table? Why do we got to get rid of what's on the table? <laughs> Weed, table weed. Table weed? Oh, yes. Jesus. Teddy. That. So put it away before I accidentally film it. It's been put away. <laughs> My hands are still faster than anybody else's out there, so we'll see what happens with I that. bet they are, Ted. <laughs> I bet they are. Fastest hands in the north, they call you. 
fast. You see how fast I got rid of that table weed, eh? <laughs> As it stands, obviously tonight is dynamite. There might be, like I said, rumored of two more matches being added. Not sure. But as it stands, uh, November 19th, Newark, New Jersey, uh, right where they had XPW, hopefully in the same arena. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> same amount of people. <laughs> no, just... <laughs> We're going to need at least uh, twice as many seats. Is, uh, yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and call that. Uh, we'll, we'll do the post show. Myself and uh, Joe will do the post show for that uh, if we're still alive. And then, of course, you can't forget on the 22nd, we're going to have a watch along. For the Teddy Hart Peacock documentary. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's when it comes out? That's when it yeah, comes out. Yeah, the twenty second, yes. <laughs> wow, so peacock. that'll be fun. Can see it. Yeah. What day is it? Is that a Tuesday? Uh yeah, I think it is. I think uh, it's Oh yeah, it's a yep, Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. It is a random Tuesday. Actually, shit, Kev, you'll be around too, because it's a Tuesday after a pay per view. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, if you want me to come on, I'll definitely Fuck. Be there. We'll just watch <laughs> The Teddy Hart. I didn't fuck her. I fucked her twice. That's right. <laughs> Fastest hands in the north. <laughs> so I didn't kill her. What I did was I just made her not alive. <laughs> bring, bring, bring your cats and gaudy chains with you. Yes. Gaudy jewelry. I wear my gaudy jewelry that day. Maybe we'll finally find out what happened to Maria Manic. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, but. Uh, yeah, much love for coming on, Joe. This was kind of cool, like a little crossover episode. Nice. Yeah. So this is fun. Streams, That's man. right. But yeah, check us out on uh, Thursday, obviously, Wrestling Soup. And then post-Wrestling Soup, you got uh, Kev over on Don Tony's Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Don Tony. Are you doing it with uh, Trez this week? At Trez and me uh, tomorrow night for uh, K&T. She's oh, back tomorrow. Very nice. So looking forward to that. Then much love to everybody else supporting the show. Uh, we'll go ahead and put this up right away. And then uh, we'll see you on our own Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling soup. Joe and myself will still do a re- regular uh, shitbox, Frank and Gus, which is coming up too. So if you haven't had a chance to drop a question or whatever, we're kind of doing like a this or that. So feel free to fucking throw in your two cents. Get the fuck out of here. Much love, everyone. Thank you for, for joining us. Thanks, guys. Peace. Fresh, fresh, fresh.